0: Should somebody who is unemployed file for bankruptcy? So, a lot of times when debts are coming down upon you, phones ringing off the hook, sheriffs showing up to your house, serving lawsuits, creditors are threatening to put liens, blah, 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 raid your checking account, this can be very stressful. And for some clients, I'll talk to you if you're you know you're facing a foreclosure, if you're facing a, a repossession, we need to file something. We need to file it quick. But if you're unemployed, Chapter 13 is is not the in most almost every case not a good option for you because you're not going to be able to afford your your payment without solid income. Now, should somebody file a Chapter 7 and wipe out all their debt while they're unemployed? And, and the answer to that question as the answer
1: is to all legal questions is it depends. Welcome to the Bankruptcy Podcast, a podcast about untangling the complex world of bankruptcy in Georgia. Each week we deliver the best insights and practical advice on how to navigate the legal waters of bankruptcy with expert guidance and real life stories. Now here's your host, Jeff Kelly. Hello,
0: this is Jeff Kelly. I am a Georgia bankruptcy attorney, and today I would like to talk to you about should somebody who is unemployed file for bankruptcy. So, a lot of times when debts are coming down upon you, phones ringing off the hook, sheriff showing up to your house, serving lawsuits, creditors are threatening to put liens, blah, 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 raid your checking account, this can be very stressful, and for some clients you know, I'll talk to if you're you know you're facing a foreclosure, if you're facing a, a repossession. You know, we need to file something. We need to file it quick. But if you're unemployed, Chapter Thirteen is not the in most almost every case not a good option for you because you're not going to be able to afford your your payment without solid income. Now, you know, should somebody file a Chapter Seven and wipe out all their debt while they're unemployed? And, and the answer to that question as The answer is to all legal questions is, it depends. So as a general rule, if I've got a potential client who is unemployed and everything's coming down on them like a ton of bricks, what I like to do is wait until the storm is over before we file. So there's one thing I really want to emphasize here. You can only file chapter seven once every eight years. So if you pull the trigger and there's a lot of debt coming down the pipe later that you didn't anticipate, that could be really bad. Let me give you an example. Let's say you've got a guy who's unemployed, living in Atlanta, he's got some pretty high rent and, you know, files chapter seven, wipes out all the debt, you know, he's thinking, hey... After my chapter seven is over, surely I'm going to find another job soon, right? Oh, but son of a gun, they don't. And now we've got a big pile of rent that has accumulated since the chapter seven was completed. But the worst thing that that I've seen happen to people is when they file chapter seven, and this doesn't happen to my clients because I don't do this, this usually happens to other people's clients, and they come to me after something hits the fan. But the Russian, I've seen people where they rush into Chapter 7. They end up having a lot of post-petition rent accumulate. But then they move out, and they find another place to live because they have to because they were so far behind on rent. And then the landlord sues them for damages to the apartment and alleges that the damages occurred after the chapter 7 was filed, which means you would be liable for those. What a mess. It is so much better, if possible, to go ahead and get settled into your new place, get some solid ground, and, you know, honestly, maybe even have your new job first. Maybe even have your new job lined up first before we file. So that way we're on solid ground and and we're moving forward. Now, when you file a chapter seven or a 13, the court's going to look at something called the median income test or the means test. And what this means is your income for the six month period prior to filing is going to be taken into consideration. So for example, hypothetically, let's say you're filing October 18th. Well, the month of October is not going to count. You're in the middle of the month. It's going to be the six-month period prior to filing. You know, September, going back, you know, a total of six months, that's the income that's going to matter. If you've had, you know, really high income before the job was lost, you may want to wait to file and, and, you know, let's see how those means test averages are going to work out. But as a general rule I do think it is a bad idea for a person who is unemployed to just rush into a chapter seven situation it's much better to wait until we're on solid ground you know there's a lot of myths out there about bankruptcy and one of those is you know some people think that oh I can file chapter seven and, and I'm going to be able to keep my car nope If you owe money on your car, you've got to stay current. You've got to keep paying it. You've got to sign something called a reaffirmation agreement. And that's a contract between you and the creditor that says, hey, I could give you this car back, but I, I, I want to keep it. We're going to treat this debt and treat this debt only as if we have never filed. So for a person who's unemployed, they're not going to be able to sign any reaffirmation agreement. Not only does the person filing have to sign the reaffirmation agreement, but I, as your attorney, have to sign it saying that, hey, I think this is in their best interest, and I can't do that, and you can't do that if we don't have the income to pay it. You can't sign it and say, well, I just hope I'll be able to make it. Hope doesn't work. We need solid income. So oftentimes, if there is an asset like a car that we're wanting to keep after filing the Chapter 7 might be a good idea to wait until we have income coming in, again, before we pull the Chapter Seven plug, because otherwise you're going to end up losing that car. By the way, creditors don't have to let you reaffirm anything if they don't want to. A, you know, a car creditor can say, "Look, you're in Chapter Seven. I don't want to deal with you. I don't care. I'm taking the car,"
1: and they're definitely going to do that if you're unemployed and don't have a job like what you hear so far. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you're intrigued by the world of bankruptcy and want a comprehensive guide to help you get out of debt, head on over to kellycanhelp.com welcome and subscribe to our email list to have a guide to bankruptcy in Georgia. Helping people get out of debt delivered right to your inbox. Now back to the show. So, another thing that I would like to talk about
0: as to why you want to wait is you know, medical bills often come up. And we've had clients, they, you know, father case, everything's looking great. And son of a gun, they, there was, they had a big health issue that they weren't expecting. And you get, it's possible to get, you know, tens of thousands of, dollars in medical bills. And if you've already filed chapter seven, like I said, you can only do that once every eight years. So if there's any potential for some big medical thing coming down the pipe, you're going to want to hold off filing. Having said that, I totally understand why anybody who is being sued and pursued by creditors wants to file and, and get that court protection because it is a huge relief to be able to know that, you know, no one can call you, no one can sue you, no one can try to zap your checking account anymore. That That is the one thing that I, you know, I get it why somebody who's 100% unemployed wants to file quickly. They want to protect their checking account. I, I get it. But again... We want to dot the i's we want to cross the t's we want to make sure that it this is the right decision and that it is the right time to file so i would encourage you to if you're in that situation or if you're in if you're in north georgia give me a call if you're in another state or somewhere else you'll need to call somebody else because i only practice in north georgia but happy to sit down with you happy to review your situation and we'll shoot straight with you if if you need to file quickly, I'll tell you. If you need to wait, we're gonna go into a lot of detail as to why. And a lot of people are really surprised when I tell them, don't file. If if you're young and your total debt is like, you know, six, seven thousand dollars or less, don't even think about filing. It's you don't need to. It's just not worth it. But again, it you know, if you are unemployed, we need to know, you know, how much are you collecting right now in unemployment? What are your total assets? Is there any reason that we have to file this case immediately or can it wait? If it can wait, I'm, I'm probably going to tell you to, to put it off. I have written a book on Chapter 13 and Chapter 7, and you can get a free copy if you go to my website, www.kelliganhelp.com, slash welcome, feel free to go there and download that book. I I try to cover all the main highlights. If you have questions, write those questions down and I'll be happy to sit down with you and and go over those. I also have a podcast on www.kellybankruptcy.com. I've got a lot of different episodes there. I've got a, a lot of free information out there to help educate yourself so that, you know, if you decide you want to move forward, you know, Personally, I want all my clients to feel like, hey, this is the right decision. I don't want you to feel forced into it. I don't want you to feel like you're in the dark and you don't really know what's going on. No, we want you to feel confident. And whether you file a chapter 13 or chapter 7, it should feel like a sense of relief, like you're moving forward. We're taking care of the problem and moving on to a better future.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for joining us this week on the Bankruptcy Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, kellybankruptcy.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you liked this show, you might want to check out our guide to bankruptcy in Georgia, Helping People Get Out of Debt available at kellycanhelp.com welcome. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.